0: Soccer, Kelly looking forward to Portugal experience. Carlos IFA Kelly will be part of the Republic of Ireland's women's under-17 squad, who depart for Portugal on Thursday, as they ramp up their preparations ahead of the European Championship qualifying series in October. The team will play two games against Portugal on Sunday, the 19th of September, and Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and they will give Kelly the chance to add to her international experience. At under 16 we played two games against England and then there was a training camp at under 17 level where we played Northern Ireland twice, said Kelly, who has been enjoying playing with the best players of her age in the country. It's been good. The pace is obviously much quicker and the standard is higher, so it's good to improve yourself. I think I did well so far in the games, said Kelly. She still plays her football with St. Pat's who will play next season in the Kilkenny Girls League. But she has also been playing with the Carlow Boys Academy and was part of the Carlow team who lost 2-0 to Wexford in the first game of the Kennedy Cup last weekend. I think playing with the boys in Carlow has really helped me. I've been training with the boys over the summer and we've played some friendlies. That's a higher pace as well, and the extra physicality has really helped me develop as well, said Kelly. The Irish under-17 team play in UEFA Women's Under-17 European Championship qualifiers in October against Bulgaria, Hungary and Norway in a bid to reach the elite round and ultimately the finals tournaments. And Kelly feels the week in Portugal can be a big help towards the preparation for that. I'm very happy to be in the squad. I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully we can do well in the European Championship qualifiers and I think... This week will really help us prepare for those games, she said. Soccer FAI Junior Cup Parkville plots penalty prowess, sees them progress. Article by Harry Shorthose The score, Hanover Harps 1, Parkville United 1. At extra time, Parkville win 4-2 on penalties. Parkville needed penalties to progress to the next round of the national competition at the Plots on Sunday morning as they came up against a rugged Hanover side, whilst missing several key players due to GAA duty. It couldn't be said that Parkville didn't deserve it, having had the best chances and having created more than Hanover. It was an enthralling game with both sides matching each other throughout. It was a tale of missed chances and set pieces going wrong as they struggled to make their chances count. It was Parkville with the first chance as a Joe Sunderland corner was cleared five minutes in whilst his shot from the long-range ball was hit well wide five minutes later. Hanover's first chance came on 12 minutes when Colum Campion got on to the end of a long throw-in from Kevin Power and hit it wide. Three minutes later, Parkville had a glorious chance to go ahead when a Sunderland free was hit under the wall only for Stephen Scanlon to palm it away with the resulting corner cleared. Moments later, Jamie Walsh hit the crossbar with an effort from the right. Mark Davis went close for Hanover from distance, hitting the crossbar. Twenty minutes from half-time, a Sunderland free was hit to Jakob Dobosch who hit it to Keane Dre at the back post who just headed wide. On the half-hour mark, Hanover took the lead in bizarre circumstances. Jamie Curran in the Parkville goal was cut off his line, and Davis capitalised on that as he took his time to control the ball and tried an effort, with Curran hitting it into his own as he didn't get back in time and he wasn't able to prevent it going in. Three minutes later, a power throw was headed into Curran. With eight minutes till half-time, a Sunderland effort from the right was hit to Nicholas Nolan at the back post who missed it. There was no shortage of chances for both sides as half-time approached. A power free was headed into Curran, a Sunderland free was cleared and Colin Campion shot at Curran. At the break, it was advantage Hanover with Parkville far from out of the game. Parkville came out looking for blood and went close via Sunderland corner within seconds of the restart, but it was deflected wide. The follow-up corner from the left was hit in by former Carlo Kilkenny player Owen Dempsey at the back post to level things up. Five minutes in, Sunderland had the chance to double the lead, but his shot was hit straight at Scanlon, who spilled the shot, but collected it before anyone could pounce on it. Campion had an effort hit off the post. A minute later, Nolan had an effort hit at Scanlan, whilst a Phil Neenan free was deflected wide, with Powers Corner being headed at Kern by Campion. But he spilled his shot, but it was dealt with by the defence. Twenty minutes in, Davis free from the left, just missed the far post. Four minutes later, Sunderland teed up Dempsey, who shot wide. With ten minutes to go, Campion hit a free over the bar, whilst a Tommy Murphy free was deflected wide. Three minutes later, a Murphy free from the right was hit into Scanlon, while a Davis free with five minutes to go was hit well wide. With two minutes to go, nobody could get onto the end of a Sunderland cross from the left, whilst a keen Madden header went just over the bar. In the dying moments, Parkville should have snatched the game when Sunderland's cross from the right found Dempsey at the back post, whose diving header towards the bottom corner was saved. With the two teams inseparable after 90 minutes, they needed an extra 20 to settle the tie. It was mainly Parkville who dominated, with Hanover hanging on but neither side could make their chances count and at the end of extra time there was still separating the two sides with spot kicks required. Hanover's Jason Murphy put his penalty over the bar after Sunderland had converted to give Parkville the advantage after one each. After three penalties each, It was advantage Parkville at 3-2. Dylan Sheridan converted for 4-2 and it was down to Kevin Power who had to score to keep his side in the game. However, Curran pulled off a spectacular save to deny power as his effort went towards the top corner to see Parkville progress. The teams, Parkville, Jamie Curran, Jamie Walsh, Keane Dre, Jacob Dobosch, James Farrell, Dylan Sheridan, Nicholas Nolan, Keen Madden Michael Dobosch, Joe Sunderland Owen Dempsey and the subs John Murphy Dylan Coleman Robert Sheridan Barry Flynn Tommy Murphy Hanover Harps Stephen Scanlon Brandon Redmond Mark Davis Jason Murphy Johnny Waters Kevin Power Aaron Kinsella Phil Neenan Jack Murphy David Dunn Colin Campion and the subs Dylan Toohey Adam McCarran, Pa Dowling Jack Foley, Dylan Walsh, Evan Gory. Soccer Scores Roundup. Under 14, Kennedy Cup Group C, Wexford 2, Carlo 0. Under 16, League 2021-22, Kelesian AFC 0, St. Patrick's Boys AFC 1. Under 14, League 2021-22, Hanover Harps AFC 5, St. Joseph's AFC 0. Slaney Rovers AFC 2, St. Patrick's Boys AFC 6 Vale Wanderers AFC 1 Burn Celtic AFC 6 Under 13 grading, Pool 1 New Oak Boys AFC 7 St. Joseph's AFC 0 Hanover Harps AFC 7 Bolting Glass Town 1 Burn Celtic AFC 0 Bagnallstown 4 Under 12 grading, Pool 1 Hanover Harps AFC 2, New Oak Boys 1. Slaney Rovers AFC 3. St. Joseph's AFC 4. KCLR Shield, Group A, Slaney Rovers 1, Killery Celtic 2, Ardatton 16, Fort Barrington 0. Group B, Bagnellstown 4, Dalman Celtic 5. St. Joseph's 1, Hanover 1. Group C, Kaleshen FC 2, Burren Celtic 1. Valley Murphy Celtic 2, Balting Glass Town 2. Group D, Castle Rangers 0, New Oak 7. Vale 1, Nurney 1. Seniors Division 1 Cup Semi finals, Kaleshen 2, Crettyard 0, St. Pat's 3, Bridge United 2. Under 17 National League Shield, Carlo Kilkenny 2, Wexford FC 2. Athletics, Hayde retains sprint double at Masters. The National Masters Championships in Morton Stadium Santry saw seven athletes from St. o AC compete. The opening event of the day saw David Hayde, M50, retain his 100 metres title with a time of 12.42 into a strong headwind. David went on to complete the sprint double with another win in the 200 metres in a time of 25.54. Ken Archbold, M50, followed with a second place in the 400 metres at 59.40 and a third in the 800 metres in a time of 2 minutes 10.10. John Culhan in his first Masters All-Ireland finished a strong fifth in a very competitive M40 800 metres in a time of 2 minutes 06.2. Elsewhere on the track, David Kidd, M40, making a comeback to competition, led from the gun and won the 5,000-metre walk in a quick 24 minutes, 52.8 seconds. In the field events, Willie O'Toole, M70, completed a winning double in the weight for distance with 8.37 metres and a convincing 10.15 metres in the shot put. In the women's track events, Bronwyn Kiernan, W35, finished second in the 800 metres in 2 minutes 21.7. Maria Dunn, W40, also competed in the 800 metres and finished second in 2 minutes 23.4 and followed up with another, a third place in the 400 metres in 1 minute 5.2. To world number three, Annette Quaid.